In the New Testament, there is a small letter called Philemon that presents us with a big and important idea. Simply put, the big idea of this little letter is that it is fitting for forgiven sinners to forgive sinners. Philemon was a wealthy individual who lived in what is now modern-day Turkey, but during New Testament times, it was called Asia Minor. Specifically, he lived in a city called Colossae. Philemon was a slave owner. Now, that means a lot more in 21st century America than it did in 1st century Imperial Rome. 1st century slavery was not the same as what we think of when we think of slavery, but that's not really the point of what I'm talking about in this passage. Philemon had a slave who was named Onesimus. And it seems that Onesimus stole from Philemon and then he ran away. And under Roman law in the first century, Onesimus was twice guilty of capital crimes. But then by God's providence, Onesimus, he came to faith through the ministry of the apostle Paul. And the letter to Philemon in the New Testament is Paul's petition of Philemon. He is sending Onesimus back, this thieving runaway slave. He's sending him back to Philemon. And Paul's basic exhortation of Philemon is, I know that you have the right to punish Onesimus, but I think you should do what is fitting and I think that you should forgive him. That's where I get the big idea that it is fitting for forgiven sinners to forgive sinners. So I ask you again, have you ever had anyone wrong you? I know that the answer to that question is yes. Every one of us have a relatively long list maybe of wrongs that we've suffered and there are probably a number of Onesimuses in our life. But it is fitting for forgiven sinners to forgive sinners. If you've been forgiven so great a debt of sin by Jesus, then the expectation of Jesus is that you will forgive also. This is clearly the teaching of Jesus in the Gospels. You don't have to read very far in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John to realize that Jesus is very much in favor of forgiveness. In fact, in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus taught, And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Those are heavy words. Um, I know that I've wrestled with them in the past, and I've talked with a lot of believers who have wrestled with them as well. In the Gospel of Matthew chapter 18, it's recorded that Peter asked Jesus a question about forgiveness. He asks him, how many times should I forgive my brother if he sins against me? Up to seven times? And it was as if, boy, that's really stretching it up to seven times. The teaching of the rabbis in Jesus' day didn't go as far as that. And so Peter thinks he's doing pretty darn good when he says, should I forgive my brother up to seven times? And Jesus responds to him and says, I say not up to seven times, but up to seven times 70 times. Uh, you can do the calculation, 490. That's not the point of what Jesus is saying, as if you're kind of zeroing in on 490 and we're like, we're almost to 491 and then you're done. That's not what's going on there. But the question to Jesus prompted Jesus to tell a super challenging story on the topic of forgiveness. And I would encourage you to go and read it in Matthew 18, 
later. Ultimately, the big idea of the story that Jesus tells is the same. It is fitting for forgiven sinners to forgive sinners. Of course, the comeback is something to the effect of, but you don't understand what this person did to me. I can't forgive them. Okay, but it is fitting for forgiven sinners to forgive sinners. And I think that unforgiveness is a weapon for self-inflicted injury and pain. I've I've talked with a number of people over the years who they are wrestling with unforgiveness and the pain that it causes themselves as they are unwilling to forgive. But do I have to restore the relationship with that person after I forgive them? That's often been the follow-up question. Well, not exactly. You can and should exercise wisdom in your dealings with others, and it's not crazy to desire repentance for the restoration of relationship, but it is fitting for forgiven sinners to forgive sinners. As an aside, um, if you look at our culture right now, generally speaking, it is Christians who understand and do forgiveness better than non-Christians. That's a good thing. The current cancel culture that we're witnessing in our culture today is, in my opinion, proof that there are a lot of woke individuals that haven't woken up to the importance of forgiveness. So forgiveness is an important Christ-like characteristic that you and I should exhibit in our lives. It is fitting for forgiven sinners to forgive sinners. I think that's something to think about as you drink your coffee this week. We'll see you next time.